power of the resurrection is so incredible and the history and the tradition of these services are so uh, unbelievably etched in the hearts, the minds, and the experiences of all Orthodox people all over the world. In 1945, there was a, uh, one of the most incredible Pascha services ever held. It was held in Dachau prison camp. And uh, 18 clergy were in the prison camp. There were Greeks. There were Romanians. There were Serbians. There were Poles. There were uh, from all over the Christian world. And they took uh, garments uh, from the uh, from the uh, from the hospital. And they sewed crosses and made vestments. And they knew the service, the Paschal service we just did, from beginning to end, by heart. By heart. The Paschal homily that I read, by heart. That's how deeply etched this is in the hearts, minds, and experiences of Orthodox people. The great story of... Uh, the, the, the attempt of communism to trample down this powerful uh, experience of Christ's resurrection uh, in the people of uh, Russia. They stood up among the people and an uh, atheist began to rail for hours and hours against God. And next to him sat an old monk. And after the hours were done and people had been utterly convinced that there was no God, the monk stood up. He said, he said, you can only say one thing. The monk stood up and said, Christos Voskres. And what did the people's respond? How powerfully etched this is in the hearts, the minds, and the experiences of people. You can't get away from this. You don't like getting up at five in the morning, or three in the morning, or whatever time you got up. <laughs> but you get up, right? You get up. You get up, because this is etched in your life. You want that candle lit. You want to hear, come and take light from the light. That was never overtaken by night. That's so deeply in you. It, this is not by accident. This is a, an act of the Lord that gave us these traditions that are so incredibly a part of our life that they encourage us that today it doesn't matter what your problems are. Today it's not an issue that you've got a, a, a trouble with somebody in your life. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. All things now come under that umbrella. All things come under that umbrella. It's so incredibly wonderful and powerful for us. So let us rejoice this day. You know, I was thinking um, so many things uh, affect me during this season. And uh, during the passion of Christ when the, the women are, are struggling with seeing their Savior, their Lord, 
their, their beloved on the cross dead, and then in a tomb, and then the hymn says, how sweet is your voice, O Christ. A voice they never thought they'd hear again. You know, when, when, they were, when they spoke to him, when she came to Mary Magdalene, and Mary Magdalene didn't recognize him. And then he said some words to her, and she turned around and said, Rabboni, teacher. Because she heard the voice again. Today, beloved, we hear his voice. We hear his voice saying, I have risen. I have risen. I have slain death. I have conquered all things. I have endured suffering. I have endured the cross. I have endured everything for my sake. No. For your sake. For your sake. For your sake. He endured it all for you. This wasn't a, an act uh, for himself. He didn't need this. <laughs> he didn't even want it. He didn't want it. Although it was preordained. It was preordained. So we have this beautiful moment in our experience as Christian people that we see our loving Lord uh, resurrected from the dead, conquering death by death, and upon those in the tombs bestowing life. Uh, and understanding that this was not something that he did not expect to happen. From the very beginning, God knew that when man was made, guess what was going to happen to man? He was going to fall. He knew that. God knew that. He knows everything. He knew that man was going to fall. And he also knew, the son also knew what? That he was going to have to become man. And because of man's fall, guess what he was going to have to do? He was going to have to die. He was going to have to conquer death and corruption. And so we see this very incredible moment where God's love lowers itself. He came to us in our weaknesses. He came to us in our sins. He didn't wait for us to get better. He came to us in our weaknesses. He made love lower. He lowered his love. I thought about that. Can you lower your love? You know, sometimes we put a standard on people and they, when they make the standard, then we can love them. And when they drop below the standard, guess what? We stop loving them. And then we make them raise to the standard so we can love them. You know what God wants you to do? Lower. Love that. Love that. Why? Because He loved you. In your weaknesses, in your sicknesses, in your sins, He lowered Himself to be with you. Can you lower yourself to be with others? Can you do that? Can you make that your love? Like God loves you, can you love others? Very powerful for us. Today we see uh, our ability to be detached from the things of this life. You know, I was talking to somebody. We had just gone through the burial service. Christ was on the cross and we, we uh, sat around his tomb and sang hymns. And this person came to me with a very big problem. It was a huge issue. 
And you know what she said? How can I have this problem? How, how can I be worried about this when he's doing this? See? See? How powerful this is? How wonderful it is to see how God allows us to just be a bit detached from this life? This life is temporary. It's a vapor. It's a whisper. Our time with God is going to be forever and ever and ever. That beautiful song, uh, Amazing Grace, when we've been there, bright shining as the sun. Wow. And you know what? It's longer than 10,000 years. That's even wrong. And I'd say a little infinity. So, we can be detached. The beauty also of this day is that we understand the, uh, the destiny of our crosses. The destiny of your crosses. How many in this room bear a cross? Raise your hand. Bear a trouble. Bear an affliction. Bear an issue. Have some problem in your life. I don't see everybody's hand up. Uh, please. <coughs> That's called a cross. You know who gave you that cross? The Lord Jesus Christ gave you that cross. Why? Because what happens through the cross? What happened after the cross? Resurrection. You bear your cross unto resurrection. Don't bear it to endure it only. Bear it unto resurrection. Bear it so that you are headed somewhere. Your cross is a direction to God. A step toward the Lord. Remember that. Your struggles, your issues, the difficulties of life. Yes, they're hard. Yes, they're crosses. But we see what happens after the cross. The resurrection. So let us today rejoice in the power of our Lord. And that he rose again from the dead, trampling down death by death. And upon those in the tombs bestowing life and bestows life on us all. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed.